2: Inside Sources. Well, today the U.N. voted to condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine while Russia continues to attack and is now targeting civilian areas as we've watched that play out. Uh, Just within the last hour, we've heard from Secretary Blinken and Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby uh, each talked to reporters today about the most re- recent developments inside of Ukraine. And as we begin uh, this update segment, in terms of Ukraine, uh, the United Kingdom, of course, is leading out on calls to investigate Russia's war crimes. We know that President Zelensky uh, has made a call for that as well, and uh, saying that uh, Russia is, uh, you know, committing these war crimes against civilians. Uh, So, again, another interesting thing to see who actually leads out in that. Where will the U.S. play in that? Will they also chime in? Uh, But another area where the U.K. uh, tends to be leading out and the U.S. seems to be following. So let's start with Secretary Blinken. Uh, He called the U.N. vote to condemn Russia's actions absolutely historic.
1: I want to note the consequential and historic vote that just took place in the United Nations. 141 member states voted in favor of a resolution reaffirming Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity and condemning Russia's invasion of another member state. As this vote revealed, the overwhelming majority of the international community stands in strong support of the core principles of the United Nations and upholding the UN Charter and stands against Russia's reckless attempts to change the borders of another sovereign country by force to replace its will for the will of the Ukrainian people.
2: It's important to note that 141 uh, countries uh, in extraordinary solidarity there at the UN condemning Russia's invasion and reaffirming the commitment to Ukraine's borders uh, and to their sovereignty, self-rule, and self-determination that are all critical uh, to things moving forward. Secretary Blinken went on to say uh, that uh, while all of these things continue to play out, that everyone holds the door to diplomacy open uh, if Russia is still open to have a different kind of conversation?
1: They're in, engaged in uh, uh, in talks with, with Russia. They had one round. Uh, there may be another one. We'll see. Um, but, of course, the, the, uh, the demands that Russia put on the table uh, were uh, ex- uh, beyond excessive. They were, of course, non-starters. And what we've seen repeatedly is that Russia goes through the pretense of diplomacy to distract And continue uh, it on its aggressive path.
2: So it's interesting, uh, of course, just in the last uh, two days, Vladimir Putin has ratcheted up the nuclear worry for the world uh, by saying he had heightened uh, the level of readiness uh, for his deterrence, his nuclear deterrence. Secretary Blinken was asked during his press conference today if he thinks Vladimir Putin is bluffing by putting the nuclear forces on high alert. Here's the secretary's response.
1: Following the meeting between President Biden and President Putin uh, in Geneva, um, both of our countries have stated that a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. That was a, a key reaffirmation coming out of the meeting between President Biden and President Putin back in June provocative rhetoric about uh, nuclear weapons is the height of irresponsibility. Um, It's dangerous. It adds to the risk of miscalculation. It needs to be avoided. Um, We've assessed uh, President Putin's directive and his statements, and at this time we see no reason to change our own alert levels.
2: Now, one of the things I think... Was interesting that Secretary Blinken said right there was this whole area of the risk of miscalculation. I think that is the biggest challenge in all of this is that as things continue to escalate, the likelihood that someone is going to miscalculate, that someone's going to make a mistake, that someone's going to misinterpret something or someone is going to get uh, an order from somebody somewhere and do something wrong, that is not only going to escalate things, but could uh, send them in a just catastrophic direction. And I think that's the area where every time Russia ratchets things up another notch, uh, we talk about it as, as tightening the knot of war. And as that knot gets tighter and tighter, the energy it takes to, to loosen it uh, be- becomes more difficult. And having the energy and the strength to, to actually untie that knot or to loosen that knot becomes far more difficult. And it's under that knot of war that mistakes are usually made that lead to greater violence uh, or an escalation in terms of who is involved in a war uh, and what that actually looks like. And so as, as Vladimir Putin continues to tighten the knot of war by pulling it ever tighter, ratcheting up uh, the anxiety and stress, putting his nuclear forces on alert – Uh, Those are things that we just have to to watch for. So that was all coming from Secretary Blinken uh, just moments after he concluded. The Defense Department uh, at the Pentagon had their briefing for the day. And, of course, that spokesman John Kirby, who's usually at the podium there, and he said in the Pentagon press conference today that they were canceling a scheduled missile test uh, to show Russia they don't intend to engage in nuclear warfare. Take a listen. And
0: so in an effort to demonstrate... That we have no intention in engaging in any actions that could be misunderstood or misconstrued. The Secretary of Defense has directed that our Minuteman III intercontinental ballistic missile test launch, scheduled for this week, to be postponed. And we did not take this decision lightly, but instead to demonstrate that we are a responsible nuclear power.
2: So that's a significant move and a significant announcement. Again. Uh coming through the spokesperson, John Kirby, saying that the Secretary of Defense had canceled a test launch uh, of those uh, defense systems, of those Minuteman rockets. And really interesting, it wasn't uh, long after that, Senator Inhofe uh, came out and said that that was a mistake, that we did need to continue to do those kinds of tests and be prepared uh, should anything actually escalate. So there's an interesting back and forth in terms of is that the U.S., loosening that knot of war just a little bit by not doing those scheduled tests and run-throughs and drills? Uh, Or is that just emboldening Vladimir Putin to say, well, they're not really serious about it, so he can continue to press forward uh, both with his invasion of Ukraine and increasing the hostilities there. And of course, he's got his nuclear forces on higher alert, I think that's just a fascinating thing to, to look at. And you could argue both sides of that as far as should we be doing those tests? Should we be showing, hey, we're, uh, we're serious. We're going to make sure we're ready. Or is it loosening the knot by canceling those and say, look, we're we're not interested in ratcheting things up. We're actually going to ratchet them back down. Uh, and what does that actually mean to Vladimir Putin in the end is, a, is just a really interesting one. Let's go back to John Kirby for a moment. He went on to say that Russia has not been able to take the major cities that they wanted at the speed or pace that they anticipated. And that is thanks in a large part to the Ukrainian fighters.
0: For not having perfect knowledge of the Russian plan. Uh, all I can do is tell you what we're seeing uh, as best we, we can see it. And they have not taken any of the major population centers that they appear to be wanting to take, uh, and uh, and again, we think that there's a, a, a variety of reasons for that, not least of which is uh, the the bravery and the, the the skill and the creativity of Ukrainian fighters.
2: So important uh, updates coming out of the Pentagon, and of course, coming from Secretary of State Blinken and we're going to continue to follow all of those as we go throughout the afternoon here on KSL News Radio. It is a, an ever-changing, ever-evolving situation President Biden addressed it last night uh, in his State of the Union address uh, just talking about uh, the the battery of political and economic embargoes against Moscow, uh, what the US is going to do there. Uh, Interesting, the Russian Defense Ministry today said that 498 service members have died and more than 1,500 have been wounded in the fighting. It's the first time the Russians have disclosed or conceded any uh, cost or toll in Russian lives as it relates to their invasion of Ukraine. Uh, We also know that coming out of Ukraine that we are approaching almost 900,000 Ukrainians have fled since the start of the invasion. The United Nations have reported Uh, This is the largest exodus in Europe uh, since the Balkan Wars back in the 1990s. Uh, It's also been confirmed 536 civilian casualties as of Tuesday, including the deaths of 136 people, 13 of them children. And as we continue to watch what Russia is trying to do, uh, Russian troops continue to move. We know there's that 40-mile-long convoy that has been slowed and, and has not made hardly any progress at all in the last 24 hours Uh, what they're doing and why they're going at such a pace, uh, we'll continue to monitor and watch. And again, the president of the United States last night in the State of the Union, uh, rallying the country and trying to rally the world in terms of being united uh, and looking at what is that cost of freedom. Uh, And that's a good question for all of us to keep in mind. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. uh, Much more inside sources coming up after this break. Stay with us.